Hey, everybody. What's up, people who dwell upon the internet? You know who we are. I'm Dustin Bones. And I'm Chris Caputo. Um, Dustin, I think it's time to, um, as 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 we say, I think the kids say too, I don't know. I'm not hip with the lingo. But it's time to get dizzy with it, I believe. Should we get dizzy with it? I, I believe we should. Well, let's do it. Let's get dizzy with it. Let's do it. Getting dizzy with 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 it. It's another episode of your favorite podcast about Dizzy Reed. Of course, I'm talking about getting dizzy with it. And here to get dizzy with me today, as always, I'm Dustin Bones. And it's Chris Caputo. What's up, what's up? Happy Saturday, everybody. We hope y'all are ready to get dizzy today. Yeah, man. We are pumping through week by week in our second season of getting dizzy with it. And I think we're about like almost halfway through uh, the Hookers and Blow album. I think so, man. Let me ask you a question. What's your second favorite podcast about Dizzy Reed? Um, I haven't found it yet, unfortunately. Because I think there's only one. <laughs> I think we're the best. I, I think would, I would say so. I mean, when it comes to Guns N' Roses, we got some competition. There's TNR. Yeah. There's Brando. But when it I mean, comes that's about to, it. There's us. <laughs> but when it comes specifically to a con to uh not a concert but a podcast just about Dizzy Reed, I don't believe there's another one out there that's as good as we are. We're the top of the line. That's true. And uh, we're here with you today to celebrate the great career of the man we all know and love. And uh, we're on that hookers and blow shit again, man. That's Yeah, pretty bro. It. Season two is rolling on. I think we've listened to, we had four episodes so far. Yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, I believe four, because I believe this is track five we're covering. I kind of mixed up. I think last, was that on like one of the, on last week's main show or last week's, um, I don't know. Disney show. I, I mixed up the two. I, I Time of time of the season, that's going to be next week. We're going to be looking at their cover of the zombies. But this week, it's Dizzy Reed takes on Body Count. Uh, the winner loses. That's right. And uh, normally we do trivia, but uh, we decided not to do trivia today because uh, we didn't have much luck finding a lot of body count trivia. Yeah, also that boy one last week was kind of abysmal. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that was our worst <laughs> trivia episode yet. I was like, usually went pretty good. And then like, what, what am I doing with this? Yeah, I was sitting there. I'll, I'll explain my, my thought. I was I was sitting there going, oh, God, this bit sucks. <laughs> and and yeah so it was like i just started giving you the answer so we could just get the fuck out like we just get it get it over with like we finished the bit yeah i like when triple h tore his quad and finished the match we finished the bit yeah or that one time he fucking got his trachea fucked and still finished the oh. match have you seen dude did you see SummerSlam? i have not seen it Dude, this Triple H era ain't no fucking joke, man. You gots to go. I know you gots the network. Yeah, I if I have time, guys. I'll do it. I'll watch At it. least promise me this. 
promise me before the end of the week you'll at least watch the main event. That's all I'm asking. The whole show is class all the way through. But please, at least watch the main event and don't skip the entrances. I already know what happens. I saw everyone was losing their mind on Instagram. Oh, Brock Lesnar pulls up a tractor. Because all of a sudden, he's now embracing his fucking Saskatchewan farmer roots. He's like, I'm going to pull up a tractor. Why is he going to come out to a fucking Old Town Road next? (laughs) I don't think he's going to be coming out to much of anything. seems like they barely got him in the building to do this match. Oh, yeah. Well, the rumor is, like, now that Vince is gone, he's like, I'm fucking out of here, too, so... I think that was a work. Who knows? He he probably just does that because he wants some more money. They'll keep paying him because they have no I, other fucking names anymore. Listen, man, I'm a worker, and I know what a worker that wants to work looks like, and I know mm-hmm. what somebody like Goldberg, when they're wrestling, looks like. Brock Lesnar showed up wanting to work. He usually and, does. He's, he's put in mm-hmm. a lot of good performances over the last you know ten years. Uh, of all, I almost, I got to admit, I almost didn't watch the main event on SummerSlam this this year. But um, I got to admit, man, they got me on this one. I sat through it. I was like, well, I'll sit here and finish the main event. Yeah, it's Lesnar and Roman Reigns again. But the rest of the show, man, it was just so fucking good. And... So I let it go, and man, I'm gonna tell you. Of course, I might have, I might have hit a bowl or two before. <laughs> that I, Whoa, I, the ring is moving. What the f, dude? Being Bray a Wyatt, little, what? Being a little stone. Yeah, they never paid off the Bray Wyatt thing. They never will. They fucking buried that guy. Put on, put his gimmick on someone else, and said, "Here, fuck it, fuck you." That's well, it. you know that thing about tonight. Where it was like the the scary shit they've been showing for a well, few that was weeks. basically Edge. Edge's return. Yeah, it turns out it was Edge, but they showed like the fiend so mask and stuff like that the last time I watched it. And well, there's some dude in the crowd with a fiend mask a few weeks ago, and Pat McAfee's like, "Oh my god, the fiend is here." <laughs> <laughs> Pat McAfee's like one of the few good things about WWE. Whenever I, I watch, like when I watch WrestleMania and shit, I'm like this guy shows passion, he gets it. I'll tell you something funny that happened. I think it was on Raw, either the night before or the night after, or SmackDown the night before. Mm-hmm. But um, Michael Cole said, I don't even remember what Michael Cole said. And Corey Graves was like, uh, you know, I liked you better when you didn't have an opinion. And then Michael Cole said, yeah, a lot of things have changed around here lately. Ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's going to come out like he did in the Howard Stern show like in 2004. Listen, fuckhead. <laughs> <laughs> That's still a classic fucking clip. And, dude, Michael Cole wasn't bad. Dude, he never was bad. The only problem was is him being fucking micromanaged by some out-of-touch old guy. Oh, you can't blame that. a title. That's a bounce. Jim Ross was micromanaged the same. Yeah, but Jim Ross didn't give a fuck. Yeah, how about you shut the fuck up and let me do my goddamn job, Vance? How about that? Listen, King, stop talking about puppies and hoo-hahs. (laughs) <laughs> I remember when they did that evolution pay-per-view and somebody posted on one of the forums I was in, like mm. who should commentate for the women's evolution pay-per-view. And I said, mm. Jerry, the King Lawler. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's like the worst person. too. <laughs> uh, I think I got kicked out of that group. He wouldn't have any fun. No, it, no, no one's uh, his preference. Anyways, they're all over 18. So, Oh, Come on, that's cold. He takes them into their 20s. Yeah, until they fucking divorce his ass and find out they can do better. 
Look, man, I met a lot of his girlfriends over the years, and uh, they're they're about twenty something. They're in their twenties. Um, <laughs> yeah, just like Flair's six wives. Oh God, man, that Ric Flair pay per view was good. I bought that this weekend. I, I saw like highlights of it. I saw like the finish. I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> there wasn't there wasn't much to Flair's getting in. And this the dude's ring. wearing a t shirt. I'm like, I get it. He's like seventy, or whatever, but like. Dude, come on. He didn't, if he didn't wear the t-shirt, you would see... Have you seen his surgery scar? Uh, it would probably be pretty brutal. Then again, really, it's, yeah. Now honestly, think about it. his surgery scar is... It, he's probably embarrassed about it, and, and his surgery scar mm-hmm. looks really bad. And uh, that, I, I, knew, I knew when they announced that he'd be wrestling in a t-shirt because he was worried about being out of shape on the last nitro. I can't imagine. He's one of the most self, uh, what do you call it? Self, uh, not deprecating, but like self-conscious in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's one of, he, his confidence was at an all time low though. Like in 2000, 2001, he's like, I'm stuck here. Like creatives fucking sucks in WCW. Oh yeah. They'd been treating him like shit. Yeah. Over how many years? Oh, uh, from 90, we just 91. did a documentary about it. <laughs> yeah, 91 to 2000. 91 when fucking the, the head at that time wanted him to shave his head and put on the <clears throat> shittiest gimmick ever. Yeah, and then he went to WWF. By the way, guys, if you guys checked out SmackDown Load, uh, if you want more content like that, that's probably a lot more manageable for us than a full ass, a whole ass podcast, so. They're probably like, yeah, but we don't want the hick reading it. Get the Canadian guy to do it. Okay. Say that then. <laughs> <laughs> my reading voice and my talking voice are two different voices, and I don't know how to control that. Just, but, you know. It is what it is when you're from the South. It, 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 it do be what it do be. But, uh, <laughs> do be what it do be. Smoke yeah. Yeah. I mean, Flair got in there. He took a few bumps. Uh, he took a bump on the outside. He gigged. Uh, he did what he could. Yeah, the rumor was like he wanted to like, go off the top rope, and his daughter's like, are you fucked? <laughs> yeah, he was going to go off the top rope on somebody, I heard, and, uh, oh, apparently. Uh, I know he yeah. was injured, too. Did you know that? He got hurt before. Oh, probably. I mean, you're, he's 73. He's like frail as shit, and he's got a pacemaker. Yeah, and he, uh, which I'm sure probably when he was training to come back, I'm sure that there was a lot of exercising and stuff like that that had to take place. He had to get his cardio back up. But working with Jay Lethal, he probably, him and Lethal, Mm. because most of the shit he did, he didn't do with Jared. He did it with Lethal. Yeah, because there was like, even before like Flair having the last match, there was like the videos and stuff of him and Lethal training and doing some shit. Yeah. And uh, Jarrett looked good. I was thinking, man, I'd like him to bring Jarrett back for a WWE run. I'm down. Give him the Intercontinental belt again. Let him have another run. Yeah, bring Slap Notes back. <laughs> Has to be Slap Notes. Bring my world, and you're you're in. I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Those... Jarrett should end the Roman run. The Roman uh, the Roman Reigns run. Oh no! Yeah. No. <laughs> Choke on that slap nuts. <laughs> the Roman Reigns era will never end. Who the fuck else at this point? Nobody. Unless John Cena comes back and becomes like 
bring John Cena record. back. Let him beat John Cena again. There ain't, he, he's already beat John Cena during that this run. True. Yeah, that's true. Who could you bring back? Goldberg? He's beat Goldberg. Oh, not uh, Goldberg. Oh, we don't need the fucking title on him. I guess you could bring back Taker and let him beat him, but... Nah. That's really about the only card they've got left to play on bringing motherfuckers back. Stone yeah. Cold. No. Nah. Uh, Stone Cold don't do that. Be good to see Stone Cold. Jobs. I mean, at this point, it's probably like The Rock, and then that's it, I think. I the know. Rock is who I'm hoping for. What yeah. I would do is I would have WrestleMania be The Rock versus Roman Reigns. That's that's the rumor. That would be the best thing. But I would still have Roman beat him. Because you know it's going to be Cody. That too. I, like If Cody would get injured, he would have won money in the bank. And I think that would oh, yeah. be good. I'm but wondering how they're going to pay that off with uh, with that guy. Because he tried to cash in at SummerSlam. He's not going to cash in. Someone's going to beat him for it. Well, Theory tried to cash in, and uh, he hit Roman Reigns with it, and then he immediately ran into Brock Lesnar and got F5'd. Yeah. Well, because he was, he was like the like storyline, I guess, like kayfabe brother. It was like Vince's pet project or something. So now, guess what? Vince is gone. You're fucked. Yeah, when uh, when uh, Roman Reigns told him on SmackDown, "Daddy's gone now, boy." Yeah, that, dude, for sure. Oh man, but yeah, so far, and and Raw's ratings shot up. Did you see that? Raw was good this week. By how much though? They've been at like one point twos. They got in the twos. Okay, that's. That's what they usually get, though. If it shops like a two and a half, three in the okay. the week before, it was like one point something, and now it was like two point something. Yeah, there's some interest, and we'll see. You know, if they yeah. can keep that momentum going, sure. But we've seen this like a plenty of times before. You know, oh, the Raw after Mania does huge numbers, and after that, dip back to normal. Yeah, but what's different now? The guy running the only watchable product on the brand, on the whole company. And then got fired because his product was more watchable with the with the motherfuckers they were training. Weren't yeah. even ready to fucking go to work, put on a better show than the motherfuckers they'd seasoned. Yeah, then basically they said, oh, let's ruin the show by making it two hours and having it compete with another hot, popular fucking brand. Yeah, that kind of killed it for me. That killed it. The Wednesday Wars, that's what killed NXT Black and Gold. I'll tell you what needs to happen. That's how I'll wrap up the Roman Reigns, and then we'll stop talking about wrestling. Because this is Dizzy Reed's show. But, yeah. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we normally would be talking about the other band here in the first opening thing. So we're giving you something. Uh, and Guns N' Roses fans love wrestling anyway. Uh, this is how I would do it. Bring back Chris Jericho, but bring back his whole faction from uh, AEW. And have him have them go up against the bloodline, and then the bloodline squashes them. Like they don't even they don't even like get much in. Like they just get squashed by the bloodline, and they get sent back to AEW. Then bring in Dean Ambrose as John Moxley, and Roman Reigns just squash him and send him back to AEW. And then, what, is this the forbidden door between WWE? This is, and AEW yeah, this now? is this is my me fantasy booking the forbidden door here. Then uh, we'll bring in CM Punk and Roman Reigns will just squash him and send him back to AEW. And then we'll bring in uh, Hiroshi Takashi or whatever his fucking name is. Okay, so that's a different company. I was talking New Japan here. <laughs> Roman Reigns will just squash him and send him back to New Japan. 
and then we'll bring in that guy with the weird head thing that's holding the Impact title, and Roman Reigns will squash him. Fellow Canadian Josh Alexander, I actually like him. He's pretty good. And then (laughs) you see my pattern here. (laughs) And then we'll bring in Tony Khan, and Roman Reigns will just squash him and send him back to AEW. Dude, we'll finally have Tony Khan versus Nick Khan. Khan on a pole. <laughs> oh, then we'll bring in Judy Bag. Oh, she's dead. No, uh, we'll have to bring in the guy who played Khan on Star Trek. And Roman Reigns will just squash him and beat him right in the center and send him back to Star Trek. And then Robocop from WCW will come in, and then Roman Reigns will just squash him yeah, and, and send and him Sting, back to Sting the stays 90s. in the cage, though, this time. <laughs> And then we'll have the Terminator come in through a time warp, and then Roman Reigns will just squash him and send him back through. Can you squash Prime Hulk Hogan so we'll never have to have Hulkamania? Oh, that'd be great. Bring Hogan yeah. back for one more match and let Roman Reigns squash him and send him back. Bro, one spear literally paralyzed Hogan, so even better. Let's fuck on Hogan. <laughs> Bring the big show back, and Roman can just squash him and send him back to AEW. Yeah, but he beat and- him like eight years ago anyway. It doesn't matter. We'll have the whole, and eventually we'll run out of AEW, guys. We'll bring in the Young Bucks and do a handicap match, and Roman Reigns will just squash them and send them back to AEW. <laughs> Who else is in AEW right Daniel Bryan, we'll bring him back in. Roman Reigns can squash him and send him home. Uh, fuck it, get his, get his twin-ass wives up there. Roman Reigns, squash them, send them back. <laughs> We'll have Captain Insano from the Water Boy, <laughs> Roman Reigns, just squash him, and, and then finally, Roman Reigns gets beat by the greatest wrestler of all time, Triple H. Yeah, okay, if Triple H steps in the ring, you'll fucking probably die with his heart condition. Surprise Flair did and that's what I thought was gonna happen. I said, and oh, then wow, Triple H will squash that. him and send him back to the upper mid card. <laughs> Call me WWE. You got Bruce Pritchard. Why? Why are you paying Bruce Pritchard all this money? You should be paying it to me. Yeah, fire Bruce Pritchard so you can have a better podcast. I know. I'm praying for Bruce to get fired just because I want the podcast Please. to not suck. Yeah, then you can do impersonations and shit again. Good deal. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, guys, if if it's not obvious, we don't know shit about the band that uh, we do know. You got some facts. Let's talk about the band. Well, the only like little bit like so the winner loses is a song from Body Count's first album, their self-titled debut from 92, actually. Yeah. March 31st, 1992. Um, It was basically like Ice-T's sort of foray into like rock and metal. And like he doesn't even like rap at all on this on this album, which is pretty interesting. Like, and you got to give credit to Body Count because they're like probably the like a very early adopter, like one of the first of these like you know, uh, like not, Lincoln Park style. Yeah, yeah, they they were like they didn't really rap. Like I seen really rap when he was doing Body Count shit. But like he talks he was, a lot. Yeah, he was it was more of an influence on guys like Rage and. um certain douchebags who wear their red caps backwards. Spend um, my days working. <laughs> no, not, not that man. Oh man. Not did, slap I, nuts. did I send you that of uh, Fred Durst looking like Jeff Jarrett? 
I, th- I think so. I got I gotta remember. <laughs> I'll give a shout out to my buddy Gene Jackson. He's the one that made the meme of uh, Fred Durst singing, and he wrote "Spend my days working hard." <laughs> <laughs> but also, yeah. I want to say something real quick uh, before we continue. While I'm on the Gene Jackson subject, our friends over at Cheap Peep uh, TV, uh, which is some good friends of mine, Gene and those guys, their YouTube got fucked uh, recently. And they lost almost all of their archives to uh, to their to a copyright violation on a video they posted years ago, and uh, are pretty much having to start from scratch, minus what sucks. they could salvage off a of streamyard. So mm-hmm. uh, it really sucks. So uh, guys, when these guys get started again, if uh, do me a solid if you're a wrestling fan. And go follow them, and I'll send the links when they get started uh, back up again. And uh, go show them some love, because Gene has been a supporter of mine in everything I've done. Whoa, it's getting stormy outside. Uh, Ever since I I started uh, doing anything in the uh, internet broadcast. Uh, He did it long before I did. He was the first podcaster in our local wrestling area going all the way back into like 2006 and uh a lot of his work is uh been lost now but uh he's really good these guys are real knowledgeable about the rest about about the wrestling i almost said it uh and and uh their shows are really entertaining and uh when they get going again and they have a new central base uh, for their projects, um, I, I, I think you guys would like it, and I would really appreciate it personally if you would go check them out and help them get their uh, their numbers back up. All right, that's all I wanted to say on that. But keep going. No, no, big shout out. Um, I think well, like the big hoofla about the debut body count um, was the song "Cop Killer," <laughs> and that that's a a long story. I know there's an episode of Disgraceland. Uh, Shout out one of the really good music podcast that goes really in depth on the whole thing. Fuck him. I'm still mad he didn't bother replying to our messages. I don't think I ever messaged him at all. I don't know. I think, I think okay for my else. messages then. Who knows? No, I messaged him. I messaged him. I emailed him and he didn't even say fuck you, no, or nothing. Like I'd have been fine with a no. Tom Zuta told us no. Bro, you ain't Tom Zuta. <laughs> Anyway, go ahead. I'm done burying this guy. Here you go. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, there's the a whole killer. thing with the with cop killer. I think. Well, the, the thing was like, I think basically the the whole U.S. government was like after Ice T over this fucking song, and then like <laughs> the record label was pressured to trying to like boycott this album or the song from being released or whatever. The whole thing, but basically the government couldn't find shit on Ice T. Yeah, you know, and maybe that was it. Really now he plays a cop person. on yeah. TV. Yeah, it's just the fucking funny thing. <laughs> oh, he plays a cop on TV now. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> it all yeah, comes definitely look into that. Like there's a whole section on like the Wikipedia thing on this thing. I could read the whole thing, but we'd be here for another 45 minutes. Yeah, the co- well, the cop killer thing is uh I remember that going down. I wasn't old enough, obviously, to remember it in detail, but I've heard about it over the years. 
And so the winner loses is off of that same album, right? Yeah. Why did they do that? Why would Dizzy cover the winner loses instead of Cop Killer then? I don't know. Maybe it's a different, just something different, I guess, to cover from Body Count. Maybe <laughs> it's controversy. I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to hear Dizzy Reed singing Cop Killer. Yeah. Well, in that is, style of voice, he's got he, he pull off an axle and cover something good. Controversial, like you know, look at your game girl. He said, oh, "Let me, let me avoid Ooh. that." Now we're about to spend. We're taping two shows at once. Now we're taping the main show immediately after this. Now don't go bre- speaking this shit into existence again. I'm <laughs> not trying to, because that shit's still in the wheel. I know. Oh no! Well, that could be like our most true crime episode yet, though. Oh, it could be. It could be <laughs> very well. I mean, it was a hidden track technically, but it was with some other one. Uh, whatever. We'll play a Dateline NBC about. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna make our own Charles Manson documentary. <laughs> Audio drama. Here's our tribute to Charlie Manson. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Here's <laughs> Axel Rose's tribute. <laughs> we don't want nothing to do with this shit. <laughs> you don't want no part of this shit. You don't want none of this shit, Dewey Cox. Oh, oh I what thought are I had. Doing here? <laughs> I thought I had a. You don't want no part of this shit. Queued up. <laughs> We're smoking oh, well. reefer. It's cheap, what, bitch. Gets you fucking high. Well, it doesn't <laughs> sound that bad. All right, just this one time. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, you want to listen to the song and let's uh, see yeah. what we think about it. Yeah, I got the lyrics pulled up here too. So, good man. Let's talk about some music. Good job, James Brown. I agree. Uh, the winner loses. Here we go. Let me get the volume cranked up a little bit. My friends addicted to cocaine. It's got a very skid row opening to it. Yeah, like it, it is very similar because I did briefly skim through the original version, the body count version before oh. before this. So and it does sound very similar to it already. Like, huh? It's not like the most metal song on this album, but it's it does very much sound like oh, this is like late '80s, very early '90s rock. Okay. So it does have like that skid row sort of. That's a little bit of like a glam vibe too. Hmm. What is drumming in the background? Because I don't hear typical drums. I hear something. No, there's. Now I hear drums. There's like there's like a layered effect there or something. There's something there that's going like the pop. pop. Sounds like a thunder effect in the background or some shit. Kinda. That's in in rhythm. Yeah. You hear it? Every dollar he gets goes into the pipe. He wants to borrow some money from me. Do you think I'm blind? Don't know the smoke can see. You wanna get high as the sky? You're kissing your Oh, you think it's a game? You think it's a game? 
powerful shit. Yeah, but even lyrically is very powerful. Yeah, I'm digging this. This has got it's a, like a power ballad he's turned it into. Yeah, uh, I think even like the original body count version is very a little bit similar in this. But I think uh, with Dizzy, you know, his thing is yeah, it's more piano basically to to a lot of the stuff, a lot more keyboards, that kind of stuff too. I'm I'm really curious about uh about this. I'm gonna just pull it up on my phone real quick. And let's just uh Oh it is very similar. Yeah. Is that iced tea? I believe, yeah, it's iced tea, really vocalist on body cam. Really? Huh. I might have to look into that album again after all. Yeah, dude. I was even looking into it after. I'm like, there's some really good shit on this album. I was thinking there was going to be a lot of shit like that one song, that music video we watched about yeah. uh, I'm Not Crazy. No, this is like early body count, like the first two, three albums when Ice-T is basically like, I have like some fucking shit to prove. This is like yeah. body count that almost opened up for Guns N' Roses at one point. Oh, wow. What happened? One in a million? I th- no, there was... was it, Or did they open for Guns N' Roses? I don't know. There's I don't a know. thing with, with body count. I gotta look that up, actually. Look it up, and I'm gonna play the song a little more. Yeah. Got like an 18 in life kind of vibe. So with 18 in life, it's about a kid that murders somebody. This is about a guy that fucks up his life with drugs, I guess. Pretty much. Did you find what you were looking for? Uh, here we go. Do, do, do. I'm trying to find something because it seems. Uh, oh, Guns N' Roses Metallica Stadium Tour. Hang on, it's just taking forever to load. Okay, we'll, we'll keep going. I keep forgetting that there's a chick in this band. Does the original have a guitar solo? To my knowledge, no. I don't think I got in there. Hmm. 
Got a hell of a guitar solo. Oh, yeah. Was, who is the guitarist again? And hookers and bullets, Alex Rossi. Oh, okay. Nice. That makes a lot of sense, though, because back then is when that whole crack epidemic was going on. Oh, yeah. And I did find what I was looking for here, so... Looks like... So, originally, I think Faith No More opened for Gnar Metallica on that stadium, the whatever, the summer tour or whatever. And then they left, I think, around September or whatever. Um, do, and then Body Count opened up. So they did open for Guns N' Roses? For a, a handful of shows, only for like a f- few shows. So then Motorhead showed up. What? Huh. There it is. The winners, the winner loses. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Faith No More left the tour in September 92. And. So Body Count opened up the tour and continued opening for the rest of the tour along with Motorhead, really. The last three dates. Then wasn't there some controversy? I guess like Metallica didn't like Body Count or some shit. I don't know. Or that's something was that something else? I think they got kicked out. I don't know. But they did or open. Was it, was it NWA? I thought it was Ice T. Ice T, yeah, no, NWA, yeah, no, Ice Cube is NWA. Yeah, Ice Cube. Wasn't Ice Cube the one that James Hetfield or uh, Lars Ulrich, whichever one it was, called the N word, and we found it was, that it out. Was, it was probably Body Count. It's probably someone from Body Count. Huh. So Dizzy made a friend back then. They were like, "Hey, Pretty man, much. yeah, you can cover our song. That makes sense." Yeah, because then I looked up this thing. Uh, shout out to Junior Central from like four or five years ago says um the guitarist ernie c from body count uh, was asked about actually using the n-word in one in a million and he's like oh it didn't bother me that's cool whatever and then he basically told us some story about how like he had a gun in his car and duff was just like waving around this time of the meter and they're oh, getting wow. while they're getting a police escort i noticed before the oj trial it was the word had a lot of depending on the context it mm-hmm. was in which is fine by me. I mean, I don't need it in my vocabulary. It makes really, it makes me sick to hear it. But uh, and embarrassed about all the times I said it as a kid or something, just being a dumb kid not knowing any better. Like that shit is fucking embarrassing. Yeah. But you know, you grow up, you learn. I mean, and hopefully. Or you don't, and you, you know, just some hick. So, yeah. Um, what was we going to do? Rate the song. Let's rate the song, man. We're starting to talk into some deep stuff, man. This ain't appetite for distortion. We don't talk about deep, important stuff. We act stupid on the radio. So, that's true. <laughs> uh, um, what do you think, man? Who's going first? First off, um, I, it doesn't matter to me. I mean, I'll let you pick. Be fair. All right, I'll I'll go first on this one. All right. I mean, once once again, I 
Dizzy Reed with these covers uh, introduces us to another band that I'd actually be down to like dig into their discography. And then you actually compare this it comparing this one to more of the original body count version. Yeah, it's a little it isn't like totally radically different what they did with it. It is still very similar in parts, but like it's a very like like lyrically powerful song and the music really fits like the message of the lyrics and all that stuff. Um, it's a really good cover, actually. I think it's probably one of the better ones, I would say, so far that we've heard on season two. Um, I'm getting dizzy with it. My rating, though, that's a, that's a tough one right now. It, it's it's very good. It's it's not perfect for me, but it is very good. I'd have to, like, really, like, I'm trying to think, like, what else did I rate the other stuff? I got to give it, like, trying to think about, you know, other <laughs> so, like, just thinking about that right now. Um, we haven't been writing those down this year like we did last year. <laughs> no, no, I have the getting dizzy. A lot of the getting dizzy ones here. So, oh, far. you have. Yeah, I, I feel like the highest I've given one is a four, and I feel like this probably matches it. So I'm gonna go four to five on this one as well. All right. Well, just because uh, I know next week's a really good one. So, spoiler alert. I don't know. I haven't listened ahead, but uh, for me. Um, I liked it. I thought it was a really good power ballad. Um, I'll check out the original. It is going to make me check out more body count, which may have been the intent. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to check out more body counts, uh, shit after this. Um, all we had to go by was I'm not crazy. You're the one that's crazy, which I yeah. like. Yeah. It is even it's more of like a jokey, whatever song, but it's not yeah. funny. Yeah, I think I loved that. That'll be coming up on Music Video Friday sooner sooner or later. Uh, but um, as far as it goes, comparing it to some of the now going, in my rating, I'm going to go by, like you said, by some of the other Dizzy Reed material. Um, it doesn't... It doesn't hold up for me on uh, some... It, it's really good, but like... If I like if I take this and I compare it to rock and roll it ain't easy, then to me that's not rock and roll ain't easy wins. Uh I'm I I I've settled on three. I'm giving it a three. Um uh, mm-hmm. but what do you guys think? I mean, it's not just our opinions that matter, yours matters also. So uh Definitely. let us know what you guys think on our Discord. And uh, various other places where you can contact us. Hell yeah, man. Uh, Twitter, Instagram at Guns and Radio Pod. Facebook.com forward slash Guns and Radio. Um, That's right. Yeah, and or always, hit the link below. You're going to have all our links there. So Yeah, just roll over to GunsandRadio.com. Bring the value of that domain up. <laughs> yeah, baby. Ranges so, me to listen to it. That's right. But uh, so... Real quick, before we sign off for the day, Chris, why don't you tell us what we're going to be listening to next week? So next week, we're at the halfway point of the Hookers and Blow album. Uh, track number, hang on, three. Yes, yeah, track number six. We are. At, I can officially confirm we are halfway through season two of Getting Dizzy With It. Starting next what? week, the mid-season point, we're already here. And we're going to listen to Hookers and Blow cover Time of the Season by the Zombies. All right. Time of the Season is coming up next week 
on getting dizzy with it. Oh, shit. <laughs> and uh, come back on Monday when we're going to be listening to For a Brother by Velvet Revolver. We got a whole good-ass episode of Guns and Radio just for you coming up this Monday. Oh, and yeah. as always, and all kinds of good shit in the future. But that's, that's, that's the future, man. But for now, it's time for us to go, uh, I don't know, take a nap, do whatever it is we do on a Saturday. And uh, be sure to come back, though. And until then, I'm Dustin Bones. And I'm Chris Caputo. We'll see you Monday for some more Guns and Radio goodness as we go on to the road to the Season 3 finale. And join us Saturday. We're halfway through Season 2, getting dizzy with it. Mid-season point. Don't want to miss it. All the good content coming this week. And each and every week here, man. It's Guns and Radio, you know. Season 3 and onwards and beyond. Until then, guys, stay safe. Peace out and get dizzy with it. Woo!